Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to In The Pocket. My name's Johnny. And my name's Chris. Two totally average bass players. We're here to talk all about that bass. As well as answering your questions at home, each week we take a look at the latest news, maybe break down some tones, or to give you the lowdown on the low end. Chris, Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year? I was just about to say that. Oh, I haven't seen you all year. Wow, (laughs) hey, it's... I've seen you since last year. <laughs> how, um, wow. what was your threshold of how close, how far away from New Year's Eve did you tell someone, <laughs> see you next year? <laughs> um, do you know what, what, the furthest away or the closest? Because so I want like the, if the central point is actually New Year's Eve. Okay. How far like back in advance, you know, like the 26th oh. of December, you know, that oh, kind the, of thing. The 20th. No, the oh, 19th. You got me beat. Mine was, mine yeah. was the 22nd. No, uh, 19th. Mine was last day of work. <laughs> oh, very office. good. Been like, very oh, good. Saying oh, oh, oh. But yeah, but it's been off, you know, good start so far, I guess. But what is it now? It's the third. I'm, I'm not hating life yet, so that's fine. We're, we're, yeah, we're not we're there doing yet. Good. <laughs> we're not there In, yet. Uh, today's episode, we're going to have, it's going to be all about the new year, basically. We're going to look at what is to come, our aims, our hopes and goals maybe what our live tones are going to look like this year just kind of uh yeah start things afresh and uh get you guys input you guys is oof no get you yeah i'm gonna say it, you guys is <laughs> input on what we're gonna do in the future your input as well your input thank there you thank you we need one of us to be professional well i've um, got a fun got a fun fact for you that is because uh, uh, i know a bit of radio lingo now you never speak plural you always uh, go interesting. So it's like kind of like um, you would never say thank you everyone for listening. It would always be like thank you for listening, and it's like we want to hear what you think. Mm. It's like you're talking to one person. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, let's start this whole thing again then. And, let's and, start uh, again. Go say, yeah, okay. Welcome, um, just you, one yeah. singular listener. To in Hello, the David. How are Hello, you? Hello, Michael. <laughs> I was going to say Michael. That's oh, so you? weird. Of all the names. Yeah. So well done, Michael. You got an eye. Thanks. Um, first of all, Chris, I think it's worth us saying up top, you guys should definitely go and follow us on Instagram. We're not going to stop talking about it until you do it. All right, Michael? So go and do it. Come um, on, Michael. At In The Pocket Pod, where you can see all the latest shorts and reels from us and also get involved, ask us questions for this very podcast and see uh, what guests are coming up in the future. We've got some exciting ones in the pipeline for you this year. Um, If there's anyone you want to see on the podcast this year, please go and comment it on our pinned post that we have on there and uh, then we'll do our best to see what we can do. Um, And yeah, when we have guests on, 
what we like to do from now on, one thing that we're going to be doing this year is asking them some quick fire questions. We tested this out with Ian Martin Allison in that episode, and I think you'll agree it went down really well, Chris, don't you? I think you went pretty well. I was a big fan. Yes. And so we think with guests from now on to finish things off, we are going to do that. But of course, you guys will probably want to know what our answers to those questions are. So we're going to start things off in this podcast by going through those quick fire questions. Okay. Chris, are you ready? Maybe. Let's, <laughs> Maybe, let's find baby. out. Well, let's go. I'm going to, I'm going to fire through them. Uh, are we gonna are we gonna elaborate or do we just want our one word answers? Well, we're not allowed to elaborate. No, we, have, we will. We refused because Chatterbox Allison wanted to elaborate <laughs> on everything, and we were like, "No, no, no, you're not allowed." Like, yeah. Are you just gonna true. ask me the question and then you'll answer it yourself? Because I hate to say it, dear listeners, but Johnny's a lot more organised than me, and he's got <laughs> the uh, he's got it written down, and I I don't. So that's that. Wow, we um, thank you so much. Flattery will get you everywhere. Um, I will answer it as well. we'll Very well. That. I am. Okay. Um, let me just have a sip of my non-alcoholic gin and tonic. Wow, wait. Let me have a sip of my alcoholic water. Oh wow, very oh, nice. Yes, pure ethanol. Jeez. Um, we don't have Ian in the background to do his drone. No, we don't. This, and so. he didn't. And he didn't. Uh, he didn't play properly on the episode <laughs> anyway. It translate very well. But in oh, the room, that was such excellent. a shame. But yeah, yeah, it's it was good for me and you. Yeah, there we go. Right, so no, no change to the audience. So we can crack on and they'll know nothing else. Right, yeah. first question. Here we go. Chris Horrocks, hick or fingers? Hick. I am also going to say pick. Because because apparently we're not very good bass players because we like playing with picks. No, no, absolutely not. There's not even a mention of slapping here. Exactly. Um, Listen, I did two hours on stage last night and I only played with fingers because I forgot my pick. I can do it. I just like playing with a pick more, okay? I thought you could say, I've earned my keep, all right? I've done that. I just have. let me all right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm representing. Representing. Yeah. Players, man. Um, okay, second question. <clears throat> Active or passive? Passive. Do you like both, but passive? I'm going to say, it's the same answer really, but overall passive, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Very well. Mm-hmm. Next question. Next question. Rounds. I can't roll my R's. So flats. No, I'm kidding. It's it's rounds. I've got a tone control. It's rounds. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. For me, overall, for what I'm doing, it's always rounds. Um, I am getting more into flats though now, but I, I don't think I could ever put them above rounds for me. Is like the usable sounds that I do. I like having flats around. Yeah, but... it's it's gig dependent. But if if I if I had to only pick one and that was it, I would I would have to go with rounds. Nice. Next question: four string or five? Four, four. Are you playing golf? Have I got a like look out for a oh, ball coming my way? Oh, yeah, a five. What? Um, <laughs> I yeah, it's, it's four. It's four. It'll I'm not four. smart enough for five. I'm and I'm trying as well. <laughs> I really struggle to play yeah. normal songs on a five string. Just that extra string just still confuses me. Yeah, I've not had to like properly do that. I might do. I might actually. I might not. Might make that a goal twenty twenty four. Maybe practice yeah. a bit more doing mm. that. I'll save that. I'll talk about that later. 
Um, next question though. IEMs, in-ear monitors, or wedges? In-ears. In-ears. Um, having only oh, yes. used them on like a couple of occasions, um, I have to say wedges because I don't uh, really have the experience uh, using them. So wedges for me. I've had some great sounds through wedges, but he'll miss. But yeah. I mean, in a perfect world, I would like in-ears but a wedge in front of me still for a bit of like but if i again if i had to pick see it seems to be for me every answer is both but if i had to pick <laughs> yeah i'm a, just you're just a peacemaker you're like yes all of them i don't want to say classic not classic libra classic God. libra what a switch know, right scum right moving Whoa. on <laughs> did you just say the swiss are scum I'd no, I said Libra is a scum. <laughs> the order of that did not go well. No, no, it didn't. You heard it here first. Um, no, we're not going to cancel you on this. Not yet. Not um, yet. Question number six. Uh, tough one. P or J? Oh. It's getting harder as well to decide these days. Ooh. Right now, he. Um, I think I'd prefer J though. You know, no, no. I'm going P. I'm going P. Well, in the present okay. moment, PP base. PP. Um, for me, it's it's P. It always used to be J, but now I've I've come round to P. I've come round to P. Um, we are maturing and... as musicians. Apparently, we're becoming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the dull men Facebook group. I only heard about this this week. Lilia was oh. telling me about it. That 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 is my Roman Empire. Should we <laughs> should we start like saying our shoe sizes at the start, or like just like just stupid things about us to introduce like ourselves? Like your in, inside leg measurement. Yeah. Oh. Oh. What jacket size are you? Wingspan. <laughs> Wingspan. Incredible. Chest to waist ratio. <laughs> Base height. <laughs> Base height of choice. My my base strap lowers my base over the course of like two hours. I only <laughs> realised the other day. Start you up here, the end. You're like Chris Novoselic. Like, no, but my gig last my gig last night. Genuinely, I think it might, it's, it's an old strap to be fair. I've had it for a very long time. It was up at like a kind of if you were sat down, it would be in the same same place. It was like Sting, and definitely by the time we were like an hour and a half in, I was like. This has got lower. This has definitely yeah. got lower. Just get more cool as the gig yeah, goes on. Absolutely. It's the, you know, as the crowd loosens up, so does your strap. <laughs> exact, exactly. The moisture <laughs> of the sweat in the air just leaking in and making it slippy. Absolutely. Yeah. Might get a new strap, though, but treat oh. myself. But until then, okay. no. Fair enough. Go with the slippy strap. Um, next question. P or poo? No, I'm just joking. It's poo. <laughs> I go for a piss poo double up all the time, every day. Um, number seven, desert island base. Oh, uh, tricky. This at yeah. the moment, I'm really enjoying my PJ Godan a lot. Mm. Like it's right here. Hey, it's there. there it is. There it is. Set design. Nice. Um, I'd, 
I know quarter pounders get a bit of stick for being really scooped, but cool kids scoop the mids. We've been over this. It is true. You'll excess hear about my tone in a minute. <laughs> excess mid-range equals you getting turned down, mate. Getting into the bin. Absolutely. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's got four different pickup selectors. I'm using all of them. Little different pickup options. Really like it. Four? Four. What? How? What's four? What's the fourth? Um, PJ <laughs> Series. Oh, PJ Parallel. I forgot about that. P yes. on its own. J on its own. Yes. I thought you were going to say P, J, PJ, and then just off. <laughs> and off. Yeah. yeah. Fifth setting. Off. Nice. Um, there's an island base for me. Go on. Oh, I'm I'm tempted to go in the same realm of saying like RPJ, but I feel like that's a very safe answer. If I were to go down to one base, I mean, it, it would. I think it'd be a P base, you know, which is so sad sounding, but I always come back around to really enjoying it. And like, like even like slap tones when I hear slap on a P, I'm like, oh. Like so wrong, it's right. I know it's the it's um what's the Bruno Mars song? Treasure slap yes. on P. It's so good. Yes, yes. Um, so I'd have to say that in terms of a specific one, I guess I'd say my and the Japanese P bass, but don't know. Don't know. And that is a nice bass. It's a very nice bass. I like it a lot. I'll be denied. It is a good bass. Um, next question, shall we? Um, yes. Best bass effect. Mm. Chorus. Excellent dead air that we just had that. I might cut it. Absolutely. I might extend it. Oh, please do. <laughs> Put in some like crickets. Put some uh, like elevator music on. just repeat what we're doing do, now. Do. Um, chorus, you say? Yes, I said chorus. Yeah, nice, nice. Well, I I do love a bit of chorus. In, ter- in terms of modulation, it's definitely my favourite and the most uh. usable. I think, um, for me anyway, with my bass and what I do. Um, I think for me, best bass effect uh, is going to go to. I mean, it's pretty basic, but overdrive for me. Yeah. Um, I, I like... was going to say that, but I figured, nah, chorus. <laughs> I, I use it by far the most in terms of an effect. I use preamps a lot as well and compression. I'm not really going to count those. I mean, compression is an effect, I suppose. Um, so well, yeah, but I don't count seconds. it as like a creative tool. There'll be people no. who will use it as a creative tool, but I I don't count it as that. Oh, it's an always on for me. It's like yeah. a tone sculpting thing for me or what I do for like the standard tone, whereas effect is what I'm turning on and off and that'd be like a, a gain stage and drive. So I really like drive. Um, yeah. I'm a pretty basic bitch, man. Basic, base, basic, basic. That's what bitch. we should have. That's what we should have called this podcast. Basic bitches. Basic bitches. Oh. Is it too late? Is it too late to change? It might be too late now. Only just, but I think it might be. Oh, well. No Damn. Um, that might be an unpopular opinion. Speaking of, uh, mm. oh. number nine. Unpopular base opinion. You're going to have to go first. I can't think of one. Um, oh, oh, 
This is a hard one. I feel like yeah, I come up with. I feel, with like, I feel some, like I should have prepped for this, and I didn't. Some over the years. Um. Okay. I feel like I've got two. I'm gonna uh, go on. One's like, yeah, and then one's a bit like, ooh, really? Um, no, do both. Do both. I'm gonna do both. Okay. Uh, high mass bridges aren't that good. Oh, good one. Good one. People flipping love high mass bridges. Never go on with them. I, I, I don't know. They just. I whenever I've done mods and changed it out for it, I just I prefer it at all. Mm. Um, so I'd say that. Uh, and then my second one is octave is overrated. Ooh, it's a good. Oh. Oh. I got. To be honest, I've never really been able to get the whole octave thing working for me. No, I have. I want to as well. And I don't get the OC2 thing either. Like, when I hear octave, and this... <laughs> where have you... <laughs> just turned into, into, like, tinky winky now. I didn't touch that. It's good old purple. What was that? <laughs> if you're not uh, watching the video version of this, Chris's light's just disappeared, and he's he's turned into a uh, violet uh, Beauregard from... Oh, now he's red. My goodness. You all like me when I'm angry. Oh, now you're in night vision. What? It's like um, what Solid Snake that? or something. That was well weird. He just went into like rave mode. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Can we have it on rave mode all the time? Uh, do we really? Oh, that's <laughs> blue. No. Uh, blue man group. Now he's a Simpson. Oh. Wow, really going through the, through the motions. That's the best one. Just keep, keep it off. Um, I think if it's ROU, I think I'm just going to leave it on this. Yes, go, that's perfect. Yeah, um, let's do that. Um, yeah, the octave thing, the OC2 thing, it's meant to be you play an octave up, so there's no difference in pitch, but mm-hmm. there is a difference in like the tone. It's a little bit more rounder and envelope-y. Yeah. And I just, I just can't get it to work, no. which is annoying because I, I, like, I, want, I want to be a bit of an octave guy. Like, you know, I like it. I like the sound. It's just it never, it just never works for me. I just never use it either, and I just I don't know. It's just never something that's that functional. And I don't people rave about it, and I'm like, ah, uh, just not. Yeah. I just don't get it. Um, and that's you know that's I know that's me being naive and just not having had experience with it. I know I don't at me. In fact, at me. You know what? Bring it on, at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still so, struggling with yeah. one for me. I've done two, man. Yeah. I should have thought about this because I know I'll come up with an absolute blinder of one tomorrow. Ew. Well, why don't we... Uh, we can crack on if you want and then yeah, we let's can crack come on. back to it I if can... you think about one. Yeah. Uh, if it pops in my head while we do the episode, I'll think of one because a lot of mine I can't like... Yeah, like, you know, it's not even an unpopular opinion, but I'm a big fan of like getting the mid-range out of the way. Um... A clean DI is overrated. Ooh. Definitely, definitely could definitely could put that in there. Yeah, think that's for some I think, folks. I think most, the most amount of people who said to me, I think a clean DI is best are, are either not bassists or they don't, they haven't thought about tone in any way. But I think that's just clean, clean DI. Like I'm into it now, the clean DI thing, but. Mm. I like it with like maybe like the DCX well, you bass on or something. Wouldn't say it's better but... though, would you? You oh, would say it's no, just no, an no. additional and, and idea only for certain things. Like 
Ooh. for like a finger style thing. I really like that. Like I put up a reel of Matt's foreign Saku um, bass and that's just the DI and it sounded great and testament to how good the bass sounds. Ooh. But like, oh, I'll do a, I'll do a hot take. Oh, here we go. Using when you're using drive, don't always have to have a cab sim. Oh, that is a hot take. Yeah, because I've noticed like recording stuff, like run a drive as just a DI. You know, it's not going into a cab sim. Roll like, roll off above six k. You know, like in your recording software, like get rid of that, and you might have to boost a little low end to compensate. But that tone, just as in without the cab sim. Just get straight through the mix. If that's what you want, if you want like a really boisterous, you know, something like quite grungy and you want this really like, like gnarly bass tone, ditch the cab sim. If you want to gel with the guitars and make a, a just a one big sound, then yeah, probably best you go for a cab sim. I mean, a bad fart always cuts through, so it's not always a good Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Um, well... But I, yeah, I can, I, I can, I can see that. I can see that. I, I am a fan of a cab sim, as we'll find out uh, in our next section. Um, I think that's it for all of our quickfire questions. We do have another one about uh, favorite style, best Star Wars character base, but we've already answered that in the uh, not the last episode, the episode before that with Ian. So if you want to hear the answers to that, to that one, definitely go back and have a listen for yourselves. Um, Christopher, shall we move on to the next segment? I believe we should do that. Marvelous. Um, I mentioned about our tones and what we're going to do for 2024. Um, as I said in the intro, we were talking about that tone you own, bringing along a tone, and we haven't done that ourselves for a long time, so I think it's about no, time. No, it's been a while. We, yeah, let's refresh. New year. Uh, we've both been fiddling with our rigs a little bit and trialing some things over the Christmas period with our live sounds. So I think it's good to check in and have a little tone update about what we want to do for our sounds this year and have a listen to some samples that we've recorded today um, and explain our updated rigs. Because I think people would would quite enjoy that. And I would I want to hear your rig. And I want to hear your rig too. Hey, nice. Um, so... Where should we start? Would you like to go first, young man? No, I think I would like you to go first. Oh, okay. Well, I would like you to go first. Um, no, well, that's tough shit, in it? I have had a chip on my shoulder, okay? Um, one it. One minor thing will piss me off at a gig, and I'll be like, right, changing everything. I want to get rid of that. Okay, um, go on. The, the whole idea of my rack rig was to have everything in one place, one thing, plug in, plug in the cab, bang, go. I played a festival in the summer and I had to walk so far, so far carrying this rig. Uh, and it was very heavy. And I was like, no, I don't like this. Um, and it's and don't get me wrong, that night I had the best live tone I've ever had. Or top top two, I'd say. Uh, and so no grumbles about that. But I was like, oh, that, that's a shame. That kind of pissed me off. Then I thought... What if I had did a pedal board rig? And that's what got me down the path, working with uh, Rock Board by Warwick and getting a board and like trying to build and get me Ashdown Ant, you know, trying to build uh, um, a rig that is just on a pedal board. So I had the bass rigs from Origin Effects on there, put together that video. And then I sent you, Chris, a photo of the kind of 2.0 version 
uh, with a compressor on there, the SANS app making its way in, the DCX space from Origin, uh, and a kind of an updated version. Then <laughs> I went to sleep uh, and I stayed <laughs> up <laughs> until like half two, three in the morning. I'm not joking. Amateur. Yeah. Uh, not a real musician, clearly. Not um, a real musician, mate. Awake, just like, I cannot stop thinking about pedal boards. <laughs> this is the nerdy. People think being a musician is cool. It's, it's really not. Um, so I just had this idea about how I could be using the rock ball better and how I could make the rig just, just better because and something that is all in one, a home recording rig, a live rig, and also a live recording rig. So all three in one because I want Ooh. to, like, like you're doing, we're kind of on this journey together a little bit, um, recording our bass tones live for for content and for just listening back uh to how we did um and so figuring out a way to do that that is foolproof you know in a way that's going to work for me um apologies if i'm banging on a little bit i will talk about the gear now so i have decided uh i also wanted to bring the hx stomp back out of retirement from my home setup to be on stage um i it can do so much uh, and I want to, yeah, I just want it live again. I missed having some drives that I could turn on and off as well and having some presets. So I've now got that set up. I'm going to move my mic a little bit and then I'm gonna, actually going to get the pedal board. It's right. Oh my, that's a great idea. When it's my turn, I'll do that as well. Oh, wow. Um, so gosh, Here oh we go. God. there we go. Okay. So <laughs> here she is. You bet this is going on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. I can see. I can see through it. Can you hear me through it? Yeah, just you've gone. Uh, you're a bit overdriven now. Okay, <laughs> it's because I've got the drive on. Hang on, let me turn it yeah. off. Yeah. Hello and welcome to in the pocket. <laughs> this is like the base version of. Have you watched Love? Have you watched The Holiday? Yes. I'm this Mr. is the napkin. base version of Mister Napkinhead. <laughs> just got to get my tongue through somehow. Oh, I'm Mister Napkinhead. <laughs> I'm trying. Hang on. Oh, I can't reach. Don't don't, don't lick that. <laughs> it's been on my dirty floor already. Um, okay, so I've got the Mod Five Cab Sim and Patch Bay on the back of this of the Warwick. So it means that I plug it my cable into the back of this from the base into the cable, uh, and, and a cable comes out uh, and can go into a live recording thing. So I can either go out through the DI, or I can go out through a just a, a line out. Uh, into some kind of recorder so at home i'm plugging that into my interface uh to record um or i can do the di but i tend to prefer to do that i'll explain that in a bit uh from there it goes into the mxr compressor down here oh sorry wireless to compressor to sans amp to dcx to hx stomp to dark glass e500 my base head which is now attached to my pedal board, like so. Um, I can still access everything on there, so it's not an inconvenience. Then from there, front of house and to the cab. Okay, I'm going to stop that now. What this means I can do, in the HX Stomp, I'm running a split signal. So on the right-hand side, it's going to a amp and cab sim, which is then going to be the recorded sound. Then on the left, it's just got some drive uh, and chorus, um, with different gain stages that I can change between those uh, because I have a fairly driven sounds naturally and then I'd just like to 
turn one on to have it a little bit more. Um, then that it means that that drive is going to the dark glass and a different drive is getting turned on at the same time, bit more subtle drive on the, <laughs> on the, on the amp sim. So it means that I'm in one press activating two different things and it's splitting off two different ways. It's quite simple. It sounds complicated, but it's, it's not too bad. Um, and so, yeah, that's basically it. It means that my whole thing is just this one board. It's not too heavy. It's in a hard case on the floor. Flexibility. Love it. Uh, sounds pretty cool, I think, as well. Uh, I will show you a sound demo now. Um, first of all, you're going to hear the DI out on the head. So this is what will be going to front of house. Um, this is, uh, you'll hear it cl the clean version. And then when I hit the drive on as well, and that is the rat clone in the HX Stomp. And then the same thing, but using the Galleon Kruger um, amp and cab sim on the recorded version. So that's what I'll use for, for demos uh, sometimes. And uh, that version is what I'll be using for, for live recording as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's quite a lot. And it sounds very complicated. And I'm sorry. <laughs> but that would have been even better me. if you went, it sounds like a lot. It's very complicated. And I'm not sorry. Yeah, well, I, that's the thing. I was about to correct myself. I'm not. Join me, please, in my nerdiness about this. Well, I will try to do some videos on this to better explain that whole setup. But yeah, before we listen to the sound, any questions? So, so many, so many. Um, <laughs> why are you like this? The first one is why. <laughs> ah! um, the second one is why don't you just take a DI? <laughs> uh, number DI, one. mate. Number one, get in the bin. Number two, yeah. Uh, the best part is the best part is there will be someone thinking about this going, "You've got a sand amp on the board. Why are you not just taking the sand amp and just I mean, going?" I can do. There's sand amp from the house done because I think it sounds like <laughs> ass. Oh, that's, that's fair. Because it's I've boring. Done I've done. Because yeah, it's boring. It that's so exciting. No, um, yeah. Like the the rig itself, like isn't. If you think about it from front of house or to cab, it's pretty simple. It's just compressor, preamp, drive, amp. Like that's it. That's really, it's just set up. The, the HX stomp splitting bit is the bit that's weird. Um, but yeah, that's just but because at the I'm same doing time, though, that is almost thing. just for, that's kind of just for you, really. Ex exactly. So take your opinions and shove them where the bass don't sound. With the sun um, don't shine. With the sun don't shine, sun. Uh, so that's, that's basically, basically it. Shall we have a listen to what it sounds like? Let's have a listen. So there we go. Like I said, that was the amp and then driven and then the kind of amp sim recorded one and then driven. Slightly different sounds got there. I'm going to try and change the HX stop one to be a little, um, to try and replicate the other one a little bit more. Um, I did try going out through the send of the 
dark glass and sending that to the di uh yes to the di the xlr out on the on the pedal board to record that i didn't really get the results i wanted um so i need to experiment a little bit more this is a whole work in progress uh board at the moment but kind of get where i'm going for it's very zingy um very fresh strings what you were hearing there was the vintage icon v4 so that bass costs three to four hundred pounds i think it's about 350 quid uh brand new strings on it um through a cab not so zingy uh so when you're hearing it on the big speakers i think it sucks a little bit of that out um but yeah i've not played this live yet so some of that might need to come out a little bit <laughs> but believe it or not the most of that zing is coming from my pick attack so i'm just like slamming it <laughs> in <those> places <laughs> so uh so yeah there we go uh thoughts i dig it i think it sounds pretty good very zingy but that'd be the new strings um yeah, no thoughts. I just think it sound it sounds pretty good. I'm very curious to hear if and what you change after you you dig it because I would look at that and go, "There's too much treble." But that yeah. that's just me in like my line of work. I'd look at that and go, "Way too like you know, oh yeah, super high end picky part." But we are hearing it in isolation as well, which is worth noting. And that's what's interesting is that w our approaches to this will be so different because mine is is going for that, you know. Mm. It is for it is that um, the very trebly and drivey uh, kind of tone that I tend to use live, and when I've had the best results uh, is 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 when chasing that kind of thing. And for you, yeah, you'd never use something like that <laughs> for like the the covers and the. Uh, uh, the weddings. Can you imagine I showing up to a wedding with that? I would love to smash that tone at a wedding. But yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a combination, really. It's uh, Like I said, things will probably change uh, EQ-wise on that one a little bit. And that's not the normal bass that I play either because um, Matt's got my, my P bass at the minute. So oh, has he now? It's on loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's borrowing it at the minute. So uh, without my, my baby at the moment, so different base etc so things will change you know see what we can do um shall we move on to yourself i think it's my turn yes so um i'm gonna try and pick my pedal board up as well let me just uh <laughs> this isn't gonna work can't wait cannot wait for this so close to that i think we might have similar size pedal boards question mark no mine's smaller <laughs> you said it Hey, now I'm a, I'm a Trez, a Trez 3.1. No, I'm a quad. Four is bigger than three. I bet you are. Now, I'm going to hit everyone with a really big um, disclaimer. The power supply to my pedal board is uh, falling off at the moment because I was rewiring it uh, very quickly before a gig and I haven't stuck it on yet. So tomorrow it's getting cable tied in place because it keeps Marvelous. falling off. But yeah, this is a this is the mothership, if you will. Come. Ready? Wow! Way! Oh, it's blinding me. Look at that! I can see you as well. There I am. Hello. I can see Goodness. you in the gap. So, as you can see, this is the uh, the Warwick Rockboard Trez three point one. Um, in terms of things on the board, only two things. Unlike you. Um, granted, one of them is ridiculous overkill, 
for a bass player, but I stand by what I use. So you'll see they've got a, uh, this is the Mod 3, I think, patch bay on top. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. two, X, two XLR outputs, one XLR input, three jack inputs. Well, you can choose to make those jacks, inputs or outputs, depending on yeah. your needs. But yeah, most of the time I'm running a, running a cable into one of the inputs, uh, bypassing the wireless and going straight into the front of the quad cortex. Mm-hmm. If it's a wireless gig, I'm obviously going into the wireless, and then you'll see the quad cortex has two inputs. So Ooh. I just select input two on the quad yeah. cortex, and there is no difference. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is the Fancy Pants quad cortex rig. I'm just going to tweak it so hopefully you can see the screen. How's that? I can. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so you'll see... It looks a bit complicated, but it's not. We just we go in on one side, we go all the way across, and then in that top, I'm going to say top right hand corner, that essentially just does like a roll down onto the bottom row. So what you're kind of looking at there is a bit of EQ, some compression, and then it goes onto the bottom row where we've got an SDT, a noise gate, an 810, a bit more compression, and a bit more EQ. And then the only extra bit that's worth noting is when I click these buttons, which I will now click now off camera. Oh, I heard it. Just click them. Absolutely. You'll see that these two little lights have come on. Hello. No, they've not. Why have they not come on? (laughs) It's Yes, they have. Oh, that's why. Because I'm not in, I'm in the wrong mode. Whoopsie. <laughs> I'm in preset mode, and I don't want to be in preset mode. I want to be in uh, in stomp mode. Uh, and I can't take the uh, I can't take the lid off the K and K shield screen protector right now because I've got it locked in place. Um, and then the power supply's fallen out. Great. The bottom it's, of the board. <laughs> it's all going well. <laughs> oh. Right, I'm going to put this down. But um, the point I was going to make was I have a, a crossover in place in the... Just think of it as like it's the whole rig in one box. There's a pedal board and then there's an amp and that's just the yeah. two rows. The top row has a splitter which is doing a crossover at 250 hertz. So when I'm adding drive or I'm adding chorus, which is the only two things I use for this preset, I'm just not touching that low end. It's just staying nice and consistent, nice and clean. But apart from that, it is basically just an SVT with some compression. Nothing crazy. Uh, I am now going to attempt to put it down. I am absolutely cable tying this tomorrow. This is absolutely ridiculous. I am a professional musician. <laughs> yeah, Both of those that was a mess. Terms. Um, and what I'll do is, for the tone you're all about to hear, aggressive disclaimer. Um, very old strings. Very I'm going to say six months old. Yeah, six month old rounds gigged very heavily. Hence why I think the main thing you'll difference you'll see as a difference between my tone and your tone, Johnny, is just nowhere near as much like treble, nowhere near as much bite. Yeah. Um, probably a bit more low mids because they're just, they're just dying off a little bit. Um, I think... I think it's an old set of Diodario Nickel 45 to 105s, if I remember this correctly. This is the, the Godan, right? Yeah, this is the this is the Godan. And I think 
what you're going to hear is the first torn example you're going to hear is on the P pickup, which is a, a Seymour Duncan quarter pounder. Then on the second and third um, torn examples, it's in the J position, which is both pickups in parallel, which is what I'm doing most. Most of the time, I'm running it as a PJ in parallel, a little bit of like a a little bit of a, a, a fumpier jazz bass tone. And um, yeah, that's it. 90% of the, that's 90% of the time I'm just on the clean setting. And then this is like my, how would I call it? My meat and potatoes bass tone. This is just what I bring to everything. It's like, it's a nice SVT with an 810. I very rarely need to tweak it. Um, I'm yet to gig this preset with flats, but I'm, very excited to give that a go. I fear it might be a bit too scooped for jazz. It's a very scoopy bass tone. Sorry, not for jazz, with flats. <laughs> I was so like, wow, it's branching out. I know, wow, I'm a jazz guy now. Um, I think with flats, it's going to lose the charm of the flat wound strings, and it's going to just be just low end, and there's going to be no, like, you know, character there. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to give it a go. I might do a video with this as well, and record some stuff, film some stuff, then change the strings and do it again and watch all the zing come back into the tones. That might be exciting. But um, any questions on that one, Mr. Dibble? Um, I don't think so. I like the explanation you made. It's like a pedal board and an amp, you know. Yes. You know, it, brilliant. Um, no, I don't think so. We've done similar things in our like wireless setups where it's like, Got a cable ready to go. I can plug yeah. it in quick. If not, bam, you're like wireless is yeah. Because I I leave a cable plugged in when I gig. If I'm gigging yeah. wirelessly, which isn't every gig, but most, but any gig can get away with it. I here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm going wireless. Yeah, that's that's what I've done as well. Um, and I've played some... Bit at- that's one more thing. I played some big stages last year. If my wireless had gone, I would have been tethered to an eight, like an eight ten at the back of the stage, which would like I wouldn't be able to reach. I don't think I'd reach the mic. So oh, yeah, that board, is a problem. Yeah, I'm just kind of like halfway point if I if I do. So there we go. Um, you never know. You never know what. No, you never know. Um, right. I think that's, that was all my questions, etc. Let's have a listen to this lovely setup. Right, let's have a listen. Thank you. 
Well, I don't know about you, but I thought that sounded rather lovely. Um, yeah, no, no complaints from this guy. I really like the first tone the best, I think, and the, the chorus playing oh, was okay. obviously lovely. Um, what was the what was the difference between the first and then the like third one? Using a pick on the third one, pick, and the first one was in the P pickup position, and the second one was in the in the J position. Really, in the um, J. Sorry, the PJ, the the, oh. the a jazz bass kind of Sorry. setting is what I meant to say. Yeah, I really need to do a very aggressive disclaimer here to um, good old podcast alumni Eric, um, as a lot of my bass torn knowledge comes from ripping him off. Absolutely, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Eric's really good. Like, I'll come to him with questions all the time, going, "It doesn't, I can't get this right," and he'll be like, "Oh, try this," you know, try. Because that cab sim, for example, is essentially Eric has just done a YouTube chat, a YouTube video on his channel talking about yeah. like a, a Jason Newstead style bass tone. Yeah, and what I I've done is last I, night it was it's it's a good tone. So what I've done is I've gone in and I've not I've not copied it. There's a there is quite a bit difference. Mainly the the compression settings on the way out. I've tweaked the amp setting a little bit to be um, quite a bit cleaner because I would prefer to have clean amp and then i'm adding a drive in that specific crossover way whereas eric's really good bass tone was basically the amp was being driven and yeah. that just, nah, it just wasn't for me but for what yeah. i needed didn't suit my purposes yeah and uh eric runs like quite a lot more compression on his tones than i do uh which is perfectly fine it's just i wanted a bit more dynamics in the tones, so that's probably why you'll see there's a lot more it kind of lifts off when when it turns into the pick tone, but at the I same like time, it's still, yeah. yeah, compression really depends on your playing style as well. Yeah, like, exactly. And and that that first preset, the first sorry, the first example, I'm playing with my fingers quite soft. It's nothing too crazy. And then for the last one, I'm really digging in with the pick because I want like as much like attack, especially when that drive comes on. Really? Uh, I was a bit worried; it was a bit too much. With the drive, you know, like there's too much drive. But um, in <laughs> I'm a like, pe- no, no, not enough, more. Uh, but uh, in a in a gigging scenario, in a full mix, that drive is just enough to kind of like just tickle through a tiny bit, not loads, just kind of punch it. It's really good when you're playing in like a free piece and the guitarist starts playing like a high up part or a solo or something like that. It's just enough to kind of help fill that gap yeah, a little bit. But it's not without like changing like, the tone. Yeah, without being like a really aggressive fuzz tone or something that, you know, you run that risk of just all your presence dropping out of the signal and things like that. But um, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good, solid gigging sound. I'm enjoying it very much. And uh, I look forward to seeing what it sounds like with fresh strings. That is the important thing, that you are enjoying it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, We've def- we've both gone down like the pedal board route, which I'm excited about for 2024. Yeah. Well, that's logistics um, for me. I just can't. Yes. Well, no, it's me just too. not enough room for an amp. Yeah. And I, well, that's the other thing, because you previously had this set up with the Ashdown and on there as well for powering a cab. What's your plan with a cab on stage? Um, Most, I can't think of a gig I have this year where I'll be bringing a cab. Um, oh. or a cab will even be there for me but 
what I can do is there is room on that board to basically rotate the wireless 90 degrees and then the ant sits in the occupied space and it fits just fine. And then yeah. I just run one of the additional outputs of the quad cortex before the cavern amps him yeah. into the ant, into the ant, and then off I go, which I've done quite a lot. Um, what I might do, because I am also toying with getting an even smaller board and just having like quad cortex and then really tightly bunched up against it is the wireless and then that's it. Um, for that, I will probably just when as and when a cab is needed, I'll just take the ant in a bag and I'll yeah. I'll plug it in manually that way. Nice. Yeah, good idea. Good idea. If you've got room yeah, in the bag, no it's need, not Just not no need big. for a cab at the moment, unfortunately. I would prefer yeah. to have a cab, but the tour the tour that comes up at the end of this month, there's 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 no room. There's no room yeah. in the van for me to bring like a four ten as well. It's just not just not yeah. logistically possible. So I'm gonna be on in ears and it will be front of house only. Fair enough. I love it. Nice one. Super. Well, talking about things that happen in this year, shall we move on to our next segment? Well, let's do just that. Uh Amazing. Um, I keep pausing for musical interludes. I know it's, <laughs> it's built in a muscle memory, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, well. Um, so now I want to move on to talk about 2024. You know, what are our goals? What do we want to see in terms of the world of bass, whether that's gear or maybe our own gear, you know, things like that. What have we got coming up and what do we want uh, to happen, basically? Um. Why don't we start off with, um, I feel like we can talk quite a lot about yeah. our goals and what we want. Um, whilst we're on topic of gear, let's talk about that a little bit. Like, I've got a couple of ideas for things I want to see announced this year. We've got Nam coming up uh, okay. on what we want there to be more of this year or what trends I think there might be. Um, first one for me, I would like to see some more um, power amp options like the ashdown ant is such an underrated thing that really people is. know about and I've, I've i've i'm convinced that you and i have sold a few <laughs> because i think we have too i'm i'm pretty i am pretty confident at this stage yeah because i know people that have been like oh oh what is that oh that sounds perfect you know oh amazing and, it, and it's something that i've been searching for for a long time because i love the idea of a pedal board rig and i think that it's such an under underdone thing for bass players uh i don't know why brands like tech 21 haven't done it and things like that uh when they're so famous for for using or for making uh preamp pedals you know perfect to pair it up with something like that so for sure, yeah, for I, sure. i want to see more things like that um have you got any ideas or shall i crack on um hmm, not really in terms of things that are announced i think I'm seeing more and more like kind of like smaller class D amplifiers, like, you know, uh, Ampeg released that series recently uh, that we talked about a few episodes ago. Obviously, Data Glass have been doing the smaller heads for quite a long time now. Aguilar, obviously, these kind of things. I think logistic, logistically simple <laughs> bass products are quite popular at the moment. You know, things that are kind of like, yeah, it's small, it's really loud, it gets the job done. You know, you can. You don't have to drag around like a, a big SVT sized head, and it's all about short and simple and to the point bass gear, which is something me and you are obviously not doing. 
Uh, <laughs> nothing simple about this. Uh, what else? I think tra- I, uh, I can't think of much to do with trends at the moment. I feel like short scales might be coming back. Like I think even more been. so. Yeah. You think they've been and gone? Well, not been and gone. I think they're okay. still here, but I think the trends started like, oh, like early last year or even before that. I think we've mm. been on this. We've been on this wave and we're still riding it. Cowabunga dudes. Cowabunga you know, dudes. Let's get it short, on. The short scale boys are out to play. Um, I think that moves me nicely onto my next one because I think we might see some more medium scales. I think that's Ooh. the next market where people kind of want that in between. I've played a couple of medium scales uh, and they're, they're great. They they do offer something just a little bit little bit different um, if you don't want to go the full hog and go shorter. Um, so I think they're, they're pretty cool. And I don't think we have got that many on the market. So I definitely see them doing a little bit more. Um, another thing I want to see more of is more affordable artist models or artist creations mm, sorry say yeah not good even idea. like signature models but creations uh i'm, I'm talking mainly about like the pete went space like things like that where i want to see more uh more interesting creations from artists uh that doesn't have their logos and everything passed over it i know we've spoken at that like like we don't want that we know that but I think it would be good to see some more affordable things coming back into the market because now we get like even the Mexican made a signature stuff is like, like what, 15, 16, 1700 pounds. And it's like just ridiculous. So what's the point? Well, yeah, um, absolutely. So I would like to see a lot more of that this year. Um, have you got any specifics on like any brands that you think I want to see more from them? Not really. Um, and I, I want to see because, nothing from no. Yeah, I want to see nothing. I think that's because you're 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 so much more on the pulse with gear and equipment than I am. Because I'm, I'm very. I'm a. I feel like I'm a lot more utilitarian than you. I'm like kind of. Well, I have a P base with flats, so I'm not yeah. interested in anything else. Or okay, I've got a five string. I any new five string doesn't interest me because like I've I've got a five string. That's done. Yeah, and then. I, my rig like, is pretty much as is, so yeah, nice. I get like excited and like, oh, a new P base. Oh wow, <laughs> it's nothing oh, new. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah, new. Yeah, you, it's you, shiny. Yeah, um, you enjoy I that will... a lot more than I do. I, I think mine is is like mine's all the very like. Well, no, I'm not saying you don't think of them as tools, but mine definitely are like worksman's tools. Yeah. Or like, what do I need for this job? And then it's like. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like a plumber would have several of the same wrench for no reason. It's like, I've got this wrench for this, this wrench for that, this tool for this. I don't need to, unless it's a spur, obviously. But, you know, you're not going to carry like six different hammers because you just fancy having six different hammers. But I don't know. Not a, uh, I'm not a plumber, so I wouldn't know. (laughs) But uh, you you fooled me. Yeah. Oh, Um, well. Yeah, the only thing I'm thinking about really is I want, I want to see more from like, I know I bang on about this all the time, but I want to see more from neural DSP from a base mm-hmm. perspective. Yeah. There's just, it, there's just no, just, there's no new base things. There's lots of guitar things coming out and new plugins and stuff like that. And a lot of that can be repurposed as a bass player, which is still interesting. Don't get me wrong, but I want to see more bass related stuff come into the quad cortex, more plugins, 
I want the plugins to be finally three years later put on the actual unit. Um, so that's the only thing where it's like I want to see this. I want to see this this year. Everything else is kind of there's nothing in the front of my mind at least. Where I'm like, oh, I hope, I hope Gibson. Oh, right, I want a grabber. I want a grabber <laughs> in G3 because we've been well, going on this all the time. Yeah, that's that's apart from that though. That's it. Yeah, that's that's Absolutely. like. They need to do that. Epiphone. Come on. Like, what is yeah, do as gold, an Epiphone, do as an Epiphone G3. Just go for it. Sitting on a gold mine, honestly. Absolutely. Um, so I would like to see that. In terms of other specific releases, I want to see the same, similar thing, but from Sterling. Like, give us a Sabre. Oh. I, unless they're worried about the market of, and think about the Sabres, because they're quite rare and expensive. But like, I don't know. Like, they'd sell, man. So... Give it to us. Give us what the people want. Um, so I'd like to see that. Maybe uh, a Sterling Sterling, although that's going to be a marketing nightmare. Um, yeah, I think it'd be cool. More Indonesian-made uh, Music Man products, I think, would be really cool because they've got quite an extensive range that we don't really see apart from Stingrays on the uh, on the Indonesian range. So no, that would no, be very, not. very yeah. cool. Um, now let's move on to our personal goals uh, of the year. Some base related, maybe some not base related. You know, we are humans, believe it or not. We're not just base players. No, we're not. Um, I'm definitely not. Um, so, I mean, what's the first reaction, Chris, when I say what is your main goal for 2024? Is this base related or not base related? Let's go. Let's go base related first. Okay. Uh, base related. More work, obviously. Um, that I think that will always be the goal. Um, I think I would like to... I don't practice and learn things just because I want to anymore. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that for oh, at least two years. I haven't sat down and learned a song for well over 18 months, definitely at least two years, that hasn't been for a work-related purpose. It's always been, if I'm learning songs, it's because I need to learn these 10 songs for a, a, a wedding or, you know, a sm- an artist or, you know, these kind of things. Um, and as much as I enjoy that, I would like to sit down and just learn songs that I like. I, I fancy learning. Like, you yeah. know, I'd like to, I'd like to start learning like a few of like my favorite albums front to back. Like I'm really like, you know, a couple of like the earlier Nickelback albums have some pretty good bass parts on them. And like, you know, Obviously, like I'd love to learn the Black album start to finish yeah. as well, and maybe Very some sure. of the early Metallica albums, but things like that. Or you know, another thing I saw was I what listened to uh, in the in the gym of all places. I listened to a live McFly album, and uh, the bass parts were mental, like <laughs> just like or, or loads of high bits, nice low bits, like really well orchestrated. And I was like, I want to sit that's, down and learn that, so that's I can a good go. Guest. Yeah. Oh, hello, hello, Dougie. If you're uh, if you're watching this, mate, you can absolutely come on. Um, but I was, uh, you know, things. It's like, oh, we're going from a G to an E flat, and there was this really good like walking bit into it, and I was like, I want to learn how to do that so I can apply those patterns to my own playing because I'm a bit, I'm not stuck in a rut, but I I, I know what I need to know really? to get through a gig, and and want to get a lot better at slap bass, like a lot better. 
I don't, yeah. it's not a great call for it, but I would just like to know how to do it for my own yeah. personal enjoyment. So, nice. yeah, I'd say more uh, practice that I am interested in, just just for me. How, um, how that's about a great one. That's a great one. Oh, um, unless so, musical procrastination. Aha, uh-huh, okay. So, when I see you next, I want to hear that double thumb technique, please. Absolutely. I'm only going to play Polythia for the next six months. <laughs> That is not a hybrid, hybrid technique in there. Absolutely. Um, for me, bass playing wise, um, I would like to write more. I do quite a lot of writing for videos oh, yeah, already. Me too. Yeah. I, like outside of that, not that much. And I like, I'll write songs like that I'm playing, but I, that I'm trying to make the bass line interesting. I'm trying to do it, whereas I'm not writing a song. As such yeah um so i'm just trying to show off different bits about the bass or what sounds good so i want to do more of that and you know yeah i've made two reels last year last year oh no one was no one was this last year. week was this year um to doing actually um a bit of music behind it as drums and like like the the foreign saku video and i did one with um my warwick uh five string that i had last year and enjoy that like that side of like doing little reels and demos and like put playing more and yeah it just kind of inspired me a bit more and i was like oh, i want to do more of that and little simple things i'm missing basically so more writing uh and similarly to you more learning because yeah i'm very much the the mm-hmm. worst for staying in a rut and being comfortable in it and just being like yeah i know what i know and that's fine but you know, it can just expand your knowledge so much more. And the Ian episode really showed that, I think, uh, what that can do to your playing. Um, so I think that's where I, I'd like to go as well. So, yeah. Right. Should we should we get deep? Should we talk about life for a bit? I mean, I'd rather not, but okay. <laughs> right. Not, not, so, not so deep, but... So I have a good relationship with my father. And um... <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> and not, I love... That's not true. That's and I not love true. Guinness. My dad's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not true. My dad's great. He bloody drove me. Well, we didn't tell anyone. My dad drove drove me to Ashdown because yeah. um, my car wasn't uh, in a uh, in a good position to do a five hour drive. So my dad he didn't very have to nicely peer in the window the whole time like this though. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad Whilst very nicely for literally literally no reason. He had no <laughs> he had no need to go to Essex. A man from Wigan has no purpose in Essex. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I barely that, like, had no purpose in Essex. Wow, well, lovely man, Mr. Horrocks. Please, lovely Mr. Man. Horrocks is my father. Um, Good old Jeff. So, Jeff aside, I mean, unless Jeff's related Jeff. to your goals for 2024. No, no, not really, no, no. Jeff is goals, that's what I meant. Je- Je- Jeff is goals. <laughs> um, Looking forward to the year, uh, what is your biggest kind of takeaway from last year? What are you thinking, right, <clears throat> goals for this year? What do you want to do? This year, aside from, I'll divide it in two. So we've got personal stuff, then we've got work. So we'll do the work one quickly. More work, obviously. Being like a freelancer and things like that, it's like I want to be playing with new people. I want to be playing again with people I've played with last year, more gigs with those people. Um I want to do more work with originals artists, not necessarily, not not just Dala, not just like my own band, but like, you know, 
I've had a few people message me over the course of that last year being like, oh, I need a bass player for this EP I'm working on. And the conversations have just kind of like fizzled away, uh, which has been a shame. Not because of anything like money or scheduling. It's just they've suddenly decided, oh, they'll just do it themselves. Or, you know, these these the producer will just play bass on it. You know, things like that. I want to start doing that because ultimately for me, Love playing weddings, love playing corporate gigs, all that kind of stuff. But what I want to be doing is touring original artists' music as a session player and or my own music as a member of a band. So that's that. Alongside that, I think I struggle with things like like, like gratitude around my work. Um, I can be very guilty of I'm always thinking further ahead, you know, like... um, I might be driving to a gig and I'm like, oh, I just want to get to the gig. And I'm like, well, you're in your car for the next hour, two hours, two and a half hours, three hours. What could you be doing now? To, you know, that's enjoyable. You know, this yeah. is a great opportunity to catch up on some podcasts that you've not listened to yet. Or, you know, doing an, aud- an audio book. And, you know, it's a great opportunity to be somewhere and consume something interesting as opposed to just wishing for that bit to end. And yeah. I've even done it when I've been on stage. Like I've been playing, like I've been playing a playing a gig, like a a wedding gig, like a two sixty minute sets, three sixty minute sets, and I've been like just kind of waiting for it to end. And that's like that's bad. Like I don't want to be doing that. So gratitude in the moment, you know, those are kind of things that I'm trying to work on because I can be very guilty of thinking too far ahead and not being present where I am right now and enjoying these moments. And yes. then personally, this year, health. It's all, it's all health this year. Um, your boy's got a bit of timber, and he wants to get it gone. So, uh, especially turning the dreaded free zero near the end of uh, end of this year, um, I want to roll into um, want to roll into my thirties looking shredded. So, um, I'm starting now. Uh, I already started, but that's kind of like the outside of work goal. Getting back into a good shape that I'm happy with. Not necessarily like a physical appearance thing. It's like a self-confidence. Want to get that better. I've got clothes that don't fit me that well at the moment that I want to fit better. You know, all these kind of things. Spending too much time near you and you're a nice tall string bean and I'm five foot ten and look like a baked potato. So I'm trying to uh, <laughs> trying to get that sorted. But yeah, I'd no, say no, that's no. the, yeah. Improving the work, gratitude, better health. You know, there's physical, there's mental, and it's all achievable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I and sleep. <laughs> that's a big one. And sl- like, my sleep's bad, man. Bad. So that's like an active, like I'm actively thinking about, like, what am I doing leading up to bedtime? What can I do mm. to be prioritizing sleep? How can I fall asleep quicker? How can I be more refreshed in the morning? Because I'm just not doing these things. Yeah. But yeah. I've I've monologued enough. I'd said I'd said that's it for me. What about uh, no, what about that's you? Excellent. Um, thank you for sharing that with us, Chris. Was your name Chris? Thank you, Chris. Thank you, oh. for um, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Jeff. I think <laughs> am I your dad? <laughs> Is that where we're going? Did you just call me Jeff? There's a jolt. There's a jolt there. We're not going any further. Leave it. We have Shirley Daddy Dibble here. There we go, Daddy Dibble. Oh <laughs> um, wow! Uh, wow! Wow! Um, wow! So. Goals for me, uh, there's, there's a couple of things really. Um, I want to spend a bit more time. I find that my 
time is spent on Instagram, like being out, like not, I wouldn't say doom scrolling, mm. but just like caring too much about numbers and like, oh, this videos and got this. Yeah, like, me this too. Up my time. Oh, this we thumbnail. talk about this a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. And I, I do enjoy it. Like I enjoy social media for that, but I feel like it comes at a detriment sometimes when like I'll be doing that and ignoring a group chat going on with my friends or something like that. Like I'm like, well, really that I need to be more, this is all really weird like um constantly online thing of like i need to be more present whilst online <laughs> that sounds yeah, like yeah, a yeah, better yeah, yeah. weird level uh but you know keep in contact with people a bit better you know value that a bit more over my own selfish goals and like what i want from from platforms and stuff and content you know so taking more of a personal approach to social media rather than that um i would like to simple one but I used to be really, really good at drinking loads of water, and I've really slipped on that. <laughs> I genuinely thought you were going to go. I used to be really good at drinking, and I'd like to get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Those were good years, man. Like I said, Those were good years, man. Though, don't remember them, make, but they were good. Need to do it. Need to do it whilst I can. Um, so yeah, that's a very simple one. I want to do more of that, please. Um, and I've actually got some like plans in place for what i want to do with the channel i want to change things up i'm feel i feel a bit stagnant like growth mm. you know going back to like numbers growth um has kind of you know went woo and like big and then the only things i've seen were big spikes on is from doing list content and we've spoken about this before i hate it i hate doing list content i don't think it's that interesting i don't know people people like it but I, I don't like it and that's what i have to put first it's a hobby and fun at the end of the day and if i don't like doing that i'm not going to do it i don't feel knowledgeable enough to be the top five funk players you know like i'm just not interested in in that it's difficult um, isn't it it's difficult isn't it because it's like you look at you know i'm just thinking of like other base creators who are like just everywhere it's like danny sapko is everywhere that like you can't escape him and all of his content is like, what if this top five of this? It's yeah. all like short form, but it's everywhere. Like I open, if I open the short section of Instagram, the first two or three are him. It's not like he pops up in the first like 10. He is like the first three on my feed. And well. then Scott's bass lessons obviously have a lot of success with like the they started doing more long-form content again, which I've been really enjoying, like the long-form interviews with people like um, Michael League and stuff like that and, and Guy Pratt. But they, for years, they were like, you know, top five Steve Harris bass lines or yeah. you know, top five funk players. You know, those are all the feeding into the algorithm. And I suppose it's different goals for, for them and you because them for them, it's a funnel to ultimately bring you down to join yeah. the pay the site and 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 pay for the subscription, whereas well, you're you're not doing that. You just want you just want the views. But then at the same time, I guess speaking as you, if you're not doing it for fun, what's the point? It's like and I I come back to this. It's like if I'm not playing this thing here for fun, even though it's my job, I could just get a job. I could just yeah. go back to sales and yeah, I won't and be fulfilled. But then I won't be fulfilled doing this either. So yeah, but then the thing that brings you fulfillment could bring you fulfillment again as a hobby, you know? Because when you get well, back yeah, to the gig, proven, you're not like, oh, I want to play some bass. 
yeah, it's proven it's proven time and time again. Like when human beings are paid to do something, they enjoy the same task less. Mm. Exactly. Which is mental. Um, and then there's like a is it an Oscar Wilde quote. Um, there's something about um discovering like your passion and, and doing your passion in life. It's like you're 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 cursed to uh do that passion. It's almost like the 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 curse of discovering your passion is you are doomed to do it every day. It's something yes, yes. It's something like that, and it makes you think like, oh yeah, like this was something that I just loved doing when I wanted to have fun, but now I I, I have to do it all the time. Yeah, and that's something that like did kind of happen a little bit last year with the channel stuff. I was like, oh, like struggling to make it consistent. I think that's why I've had some issues as well. Is the consistency's gone, um, and like my yeah. time is. Be- just getting zapped up and I'm like how am I gonna like do this and then it becomes a stress and then I'm working with brands and then I'm you know and that and I'm like oh I have to get that that video out on them you know woe is me at the end of the day but I want to be more that's the that's the other thing because there'll be uh pardon my French but there'll be people listening to this going will you two just shut the fuck up like (laughs) you know you two like 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 I'd, I'd rip my toenails off to do what you do for a living you know, and there will yeah. be there will be people who do that, which also make we talked about this when we had Daisy on. You know, it makes me think like I'm talking about these problems. Like, how how dare I think about really? these problems? Like, I used to sit in an office and go, God, I wish I was doing this for a living, and now I am doing that for a living, and I still sit here and go, Oh, there's all these problems. Then again, there's always problems. Like, no no job is perfect. This is a job. No. There are pros no. and cons of it, but at the same time, it's like doing exactly what you wanted to do two years ago like shut up man like shut up <laughs> yeah yeah everything up, is Chris. proceeding according to plan absolutely and you're on the up baby um i think you know i i say all that but then one of my goals like completely contradicts it because the change in the channel and i've got like business idea i want to do as well like they both involve way more time <laughs> so i don't know where yeah. this is going to happen but i would like to perhaps achieve or work towards achieving that or, or organizing my life in a way that allows for a bit more of that or to do other things a little bit more so yeah mm. bit of a bit of a mess kind of what i want but i've got ideas and some goals in there so so there we go um 2024 let us know please below if you're watching on youtube or if you're on instagram please comment away or send us a message um what your goals are what your base goals are, what your life goals are for 2024. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll check in next year and uh, and see where we're at. Uh, I, we'll I, check I in next year the... when it all went so much worse. Yeah. Ooh, I like that none of our goals, it was nothing podcast related. <laughs> um, no, and I think it's interesting that because I... like with the podcast, it's just, I just feel like it's all proceeding to plan. Yeah. Like, yeah, big... obviously more more guests, more bigger guests more in-person stuff that's like bigger and better opportunities for us you know um i'd like a better set behind me you know kind of just i am basically in like the spur room of my house you know these kind of things better microphone better cameras there's all there's all things but it's like with the podcast it's kind of like i don't sit there and it's almost like so the fitness thing i need to work on that goal to achieve said goal with the podcast there's still work obviously involved behind it, but I look at that and go, No, I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen. I don't feel right. I don't feel like a okay, it could happen, 
but we need to do this, but me and Johnny need to do that, but then I need to do this and Johnny needs to do that. I don't think about that. I look at the podcast and go, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. I'm not thinking about it too much. With this, you know, lifting the veil a bit, we kind of fly by the seat of our pants a little bit sometimes when we're just like, right, let's do that. Let's do this and we'll get this person on and we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is, that's part of it. I think it is quite freeing in that way. And it's not too like, um, you know, regimented. Yeah, it's not an aggressively way. regimented, you know, on Tuesday evenings we do this and then Wednesday is editing and then Thursday is this. It, it's kind of a no. bit like, a, ah, when are you free this week? Ah, I'm not free till Thursday. Yeah, oh, God, ooh. but that means we've got to edit it on Friday, get it on Saturday, you know, those kind of things. But yeah, uh, it makes it feel a bit more, this is the thing. This is the thing. It's like, we enjoy doing this and we put all this time in for no money. That, but zero. in... In a few months, in 12 months, I mean, someone could literally message us tomorrow and be like, we want to pay you to do the podcast. And then we'll, we will, because it's proven in the human psyche, we will stop enjoying it because it will become work, even though it could literally be hours early. Like someone could message us within five minutes of this podcast then and go, I own a podcast network, blah, 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 blah. We want to pay you to do the podcast. But then we'll slowly learn, we'll slowly be, like, hate it. And then we've got to sit there and go, no, but we loved this. Yeah. And we do it all this time for free. And then it becomes like a business thing. And at the moment, it, it's fun. Like we just have Ugh. fun. There's no, there's almost no expectation. We have a schedule, but that's it. And if something yeah. comes up, like if me and you had to ditch the schedule, like, you know, like a, a family emergency or something like that, it meant there was, They'd be like, you know, the Christmas episode was a week later, was a week delayed because we had a lot of technical problems. Um, we don't care. There's no contractual thing behind this. If we have to not no. do one for a month, we don't do one for a month. It's a thing. And it's it's just it's just fun. It's just enjoyable. And it's it's kind of freeing not having regimented plans because the but that's because the growth is there as well. Like it's getting better. It's things are happening con all Oh the yeah, time. yeah. And that that too in micro doses, you know, so that's that's great. Um and, you know, all of that doesn't happen without yeah. you guys at home. So thank you so much to everyone that has given us a follow, a share, things like that. Tell your friends, tell your bass playing friends that you need to check out this podcast for these two funky bass fellows. Bass players are our friends, Johnny. We've been over this. <laughs> okay. Uh, with your with your mums, I don't know. Uh, they might love it. They might like these two handsome hunks, you know, talking to them. Talking to them like this. Who <laughs> Into their ears, you know. Maybe we should pivot. When was the last time you changed your strings? I bet it was never, you filthy, filthy dog. (laughs) You dirty pig. (laughs) You dirty pig. Um, (laughs) You dirty pig. (laughs) uh, Let's round things off there. Um, Everyone, thank you so much for, like I said, giving us a follow, a share. Rating us five stars on your listening platform of choice. It really helps us reach more people, grow the podcast. That is what we want to do. And we love hearing uh, feedback from you guys. So thank you so much to everyone that's done that already. Um, if you want to watch this, if you're not already watching it, head over to YouTube. Just search in the Pocket Podcast. I'm sure you'll find us. Uh, subscribe to us on there and like the video. Comment down below what your goals are for this year. Uh, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at in the Pocket Pod. Um, Chris, speaking of Instagram, yeah, where can people find you? You can find me quite literally everywhere under that guy on base. Um, I do things. I post about what I get up to. I do things. 
And uh, yeah, please consider having a look at my band called Dala. We're on tour in three weeks today. Uh, no, it's just over three weeks today. Um, I think it's week, three weeks and four days or something like that. But yeah, we're going all around the UK supporting a lovely band called uh, As Everything Unfolds. Um, I've yet to confirm from Johnny whether he'll be attending. So uh, it would be funny if he didn't come. That would kind of be kind of funny. But um, I will deliver a cardboard cutout of myself. Just day. like get really arsy about wanting get guest list. And then when I tell <laughs> you I can't give anyone any guest list ever because need the money <laughs> then go oh i'm not coming now do you know who i yeah. am i've Please. already had that by the way i've already had a few already had a few people be like, oh any guest list going for x date and i'm like hey i don't want to lift the veil on you here but my band is getting about 50 quid a day for yeah, running costs on. on tour it's like i listen i need your seven quid pal i'm sorry yeah come on no i will be there i'll be in bristol they're not lovely stuff we'll have to see you we can uh um, and there's been a few listeners of the podcast which are very nice they've been like yeah I'll be there in Plymouth for Newcastle and stuff no. and it'd be very nice uh, it'd be nice to meet some people who listen to them or people that I know through Instagram and meet them face to face please explain who you are um, if you come up to me because I will sit there going like I, I know this name very loosely um, I'm terrible with names I'm all okay tell me your Instagram and even handle. worse yeah, walk up to me with your Instagram handle, say it like you listen to the podcast or if we've met before, because otherwise I will not remember and I will feel genuinely terrible afterwards. So, uh, but yeah, I'm very excited to meet some people, play some gigs. Should be uh, should be fun. The logistics, absolute nightmare. But the rest of it, really good. Fantastic. Oh, well, I cannot wait. I'm excited for you and excited uh, for me to be in that crowd. Yeah. So it's going to be very, very good. Absolutely. Um, Sitting there, you're going to do the thing of stand at the front with your arms crossed, looking at my gear like, hmm. No, I'm going to be like... Yeah, exactly, that face, yeah. No cab on stage. Ugh, who's this guy? <laughs> um, if you want to follow me, you can do so on Instagram at Johnny Dibble, and the same, go and subscribe over on YouTube forward slash Johnny Dibble as well. Um, I think that's it from me, folks. Uh, anything else you want to add, Chris, before we sign this baby off? Nothing to me, nothing from me. Hope, uh, hope everyone's had a happy new year. Uh, yeah, smash your goals, smash your goals. You got this, far from slap that. those goals right this. in the face. You got this, get that thumb and smack it straight into your goals. <laughs> nice, every goal's uh, a hole. Oh, oh no, brilliant. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.